I, you frustrate me, guys, and your claps. <laughs> the clap frustrates. There it is. Damn. Hey. Hey. Harry Carey clap. Holy cow. Harry Carey, hotty kitty. <laughs> the Caliendo Cast with Frank Caliendo, John Holmes. You know what? That's good enough. All right. Uh, Ken Severa. Kenny Severa. <laughs> How about Johnny Capanera? Take a look uh, at the kid of the yeah. sobrero. Still the best. No question. Capanera? Yeah, still the best. Capanera is the one that everybody copied. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yes. There were a couple guys in Chicago that did it, and he did it right, and it was like, there it is. No reason to continue. Well, Capanera years ago, I said something about Will Ferrell. He goes, yeah, I played in a basketball league with him. <laughs> Next oh, thing you know. Really? SNL. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Hey. That's my opener. Oh, boy. I don't know if he said that exactly, but that was Pretty the close. feeling I got from it. You well, know? he's he so. should be angry. Do you know Campanera had his own sitcom when every uh, comedian got it? And it was actually pretty good. And uh, it was canceled after the first year. But his uh, buddy, neighbor... Was played by Drew Carey. Hey guys, that's pretty. Good. Is that right? Yeah, it was a and everybody was a good loved friend, man. <laughs> good friend. Hey, take a look at the guy with the flat top and the glasses. <laughs> My favorite one as a Cub fan. I watched a lot of Harry Carey, and I think we were losing to the Mets late eighties. We. we. I was in on this man. I was in the uniform, bro. Yeah, I'm sure you were. <laughs> you <laughs> suck. I was on the on deck circle. your Steelers cleats. I built an on deck circle in the house just in case you get the call up. After being near your house, yeah, there's a possibility Rhino. of that. After being at your house, I have no <laughs> doubts chance on that most of real. But uh, they started to put in some scrubs. It was late season. Ah, oh, first base has a new player I haven't seen yet. Ah, Hector Villa. Oh, boy. <laughs> His last name was Villanueva. <laughs> yeah. And he was so drunk, it was like he was in slow motion. <laughs> That's Hector Villanueva, Harry. How? Oh, I'm going to let you handle that. <laughs> oh. Just moaning that just, noise. Oh. Just no words. Oh. But he did it. He he saw him go out. He got a new guy out there I haven't seen yet. Like, he never looked at the roster to see who the call-ups were or anything. No. Hector Villa. Oh. <laughs> it's very similar to my prep for the podcast. But, yeah, all of us. Just show up yeah. and, and hope. I mean, there'll be notes. There'll be notes. <laughs> I'll look at them. Uh, Tom Brenneman tells a great story about how he used to do the radio. Harry and uh, Steve did the TV, and they used to just throw cards over and say, uh, welcome this family from wherever. And uh, he and Bob Brindley and uh, uh, Tom Brennan were doing the thing. He's like, throw it over. Do it. <laughs> Get it over there, and Harry will read it. And somebody wrote, gerbil family from Joliet. <laughs> they throw it. It lands right in front of Harry. And as it's landing, Scoop, want to welcome the gerbils all the way from Joliet. Hey, that's not real. And Brenneman and they're dying in the, in the radio. <laughs> that's not a real family, Tommy. Uh, and back uh, for the younger listeners, uh, back in the 90s, gerbil humor was very huge. popular. Huge. Yeah, that's right, uh, Salehi. Second huge. only to hamster jokes. Hamster jokes and gerbil humor. We were huge mm. on home pet rodents. We really enjoyed that. But Brennan, Richard Gere was uh, always trending in regards yeah, pretty to much. Richard Gere. Where did that rodent go? <laughs> he can hide him with the best of them. I don't think we should talk about this. No, like, I, it's Stevie. Pretty sure. No, I was there and suddenly. <laughs> All Mickey, right, Harry. Mickey was gone. Okay. 
All right, two and one. Ha ha, bye, Donald. <laughs> and Brenneman tells a story, pardon my French, but he goes, and Harry f***ing Reddit. <laughs> he tells the story the same way every time. <laughs> It'll kill you. You need Brenneman to be more nationally known. Oh, it's a great, I know, it's the one of my voice, better ones. <laughs> not just the voice, but the attitude is so wonderful. Yeah, we had him call up the show once and play one of the games. Okay. What, what was KPD. the game? Toledo, yeah, at, on the state on the radio. But I was doing Tom Brenneman hosting a game show. Know that Tom or something? Yeah, like that. yeah. And it was just questions yes. about him. Name that Tom. Name that Tom. Name that Tom. So it was like Tom Selleck. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Okay. We've got a guy on the line claims his name is Tom as well. Let's go to that line. And then he picks up. Oh boy, I tell you what, <laughs> this is rich. <laughs> Does he use yeah. terms from the? 50s? Oh yeah. Oh, he can't. Well, all... his dad, who's a oh. legend in Cincinnati. Marty comes yeah, by. he's the Harry Carey he of is. Cincinnati. Yep. He comes but by. He's, but he's really sharp. Oh, he's, he's great. He's a very different kind of guy. I mean, he's like, and he's totally acerbic, and he, he Completely. will just rip guys. Marty, and Marty told, Marty gave me the keys to that impression when I was doing it for him, and he goes, one thing you got to do when you do Tommy is he can't say the word bird without st- sounding like he's from England. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, Marlon Bird. <laughs> and, and, he, and when you watch him play in football, he's like, and now the Colts have the ball. It is third down. And I'm like, why does he do this? So third, bird, it all comes off like a little English lord. He's it's hilarious. interesting because I was working on a couple different, a bunch of different ones. And I was working on a Pat McAfee. Oh. And he's got that Pittsburgh slash West Virginia, I yeah. think, kind of a little bit of accent Talk in there. to Bauman and try to get that. Uh, who? Oh, Randy. Randy, Randy breaks Randy that down Bowman. from north to south all the way down uh, to Morgantown. Yeah, but there's he says certain words and they almost sound Australian. Yeah. That's the, well, that's, that's the that's, Pittsburgh accent. gets a little weird like that sometimes. Yeah. When, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, it's not right. I, I can't do it because if I did it, it would be terrible and you'd be like, it's the, like it's the iron lung that's been uh, a coal miner's <laughs> lung the, that they've had that? for decades. And it gets passed down yeah. among generations. And Yeah. McAfee isn't alone in a room with a, with a parakeet. It dies. Yeah. I... <laughs> I, I <laughs> here's the thing. I was I, I don't I'm gonna try and write that down, Salehi. There's no way you got that. Parakeet dies. Okay. Yeah. Did you get it? I mean, no. The, the parakeet is I don't know mimicking Pat. Mac- <laughs> nope. Nope. We'll explain it later. Write All that right. down. You did not get that. <laughs> he doesn't understand coal miner humor. What's wrong <laughs> with these kids today? You know how many people died down there? You get the max. I think voice. Donald Trump is gonna create the jobs for them. Though. Don't worry about it. We're all good there. I got all, I've got all the black lung people. Look, all I care about is that Pete Booty Judge is the guy I go up against, because if he wins, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to put him on the $3 bill. Do you know what the black lung employment is right now? <laughs> the black lung employment is the best it's ever been. I had a couple decent Macs. All black lungs are working right now, and that's because of me. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't know what I did. I don't like it. Did you know that Pete Booty Judge is a homeowner? <laughs> Owns his own home. Good American. It's is that you? There. Yeah, it's in there. I, I get close, a little bit close. Hi, I'm Pat McAfee, and we'll be figuring out right now. It's that I gotta right hear now. him more. Yeah, it's there's a a now uh, right now now yeah. he just he belts things out almost, and it keeps going. Kevin Harlan on me, but God, raspy see. Kevin. Harlan. I want a Kevin Harlan so, Kevin. so bad it hurts, and it keeps going. Marv Albert, is that one? I don't know why it just slides into a Marv Albert thing. Rhea. 
seductive move to the hoop. <laughs> it always ends up being right into Marvin. I don't See, know why. From downtown. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. With authority. Yeah. And I don't know why Harlan always goes there. It does, though. Yeah, there's, there's that, that, that. There's They drag there's, out a word. Yeah. It's the end of a sentence that normally the word is. I shorter. pick something out and find it. Uh, with, yeah, I got to find the word. With, with uh, Marv Albert, it used to be from downtown or yeah. from Starks to Ewing. Yeah. Yes! The pausing was the pick out for yeah. him because he paused in weird spots. There's no cadence to him that was normal to anyone else, which is what was great about him. Still right. is. That's there what were makes three it. brothers that were all Alberts yeah. that became announcers. Could you imagine how annoying it was around the house? Yes! That they were all trying to be announcers. Oh, my <laughs> Steve, I God, need you to pass the salt. Uh, <laughs> Why was I thinking exactly that? Well, we're at dinner. The salt making... The meal tastes that much better. Yes, as it always tends to do. And I want to bite this steak like a hooker in a hotel room. Tilting the salt with authority. (laughs) It is raining salt. (laughs) Like a Morton's cover. Yeah, I would would not like that. There was was Marv, there was Steve, Steve, and there was Al... And uh, Al I Albert, think, yeah. I don't, wait, I don't know who Al Albert yeah. is. He's right. Oh, and yeah. and he also fat. Boxing. There was also <laughs> fat Albert. Though. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Marv Albert, you like school on Saturday. How's that? No class. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they always did the hands up, hands down laugh. <laughs> they did, they did. Animation. <laughs> yeah. Was fantastic. I'm going to sing a song for you. And you're going to learn a thing or two. We're having fun now. With me and all the gang. Learning from each other. While we do our thing. Nah. 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 Going to have a good time. Hey. 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 (laughs) Hey, Bamaba Albert. Osmo don't know what you can do, but don't know what you do. Scott Long with the assist. Yeah. Hello, yes. Shannon Sharp. Hey, Bamaba Albert. <laughs> up, up. My favorite Fat Albert thing was there. Uh, one of them would, when they were happy, would do this thing where they would put, like they would put their hands above their head, but they had their hands locked. And yeah. they would put it like this and like this. <laughs> and it's just like, pump it. It was like crazy. I know you can't see it. You got to go and look when they're happy. I don't know what. Yeah. Like a Jim Carrey stand-up yeah. routine where he puts. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's yes. Steve Albert. Toledo's about to. Are you about to play Steve Albert for us? Brother of. Just trying to show you. Phoenix Suns announcer Steve Albert for a couple of years. <clears throat> and he was with Eddie Johnson. Eddie Johnson. Did I tell you what I heard Eddie Johnson say the other day? No. What, I, I'm friends with Kevin Ray, the current Suns announcer. And he's on the. He's doing the broadcast. He does a great job. And Eddie goes, Ricky Rubio's got eyes behind his head. <laughs> and he goes, it's quite a visual, Eddie. And Eddie didn't realize what he said. And I'm like, man, that was a glorious moment for a game no one's watching. Because if you just picture a guy with eyes behind his head, the horror show that that would actually be. Looking inside yeah. his brain <laughs> into the skull of Ricky Rubio. Of Ricky Rubio. What is he seeing inside himself? Malkovich, Malkovich. Some sort of broken Mr. Potato <laughs> <in> reference. 
<laughs> he got eyes behind his head. I got to take a quick break here. To we'll be right back. Sean Salehi. Oh. I just want, I want to. How much Fat Albert stuff did you get? I I watched a decent amount of Fat. Albert. How movie Where? or cartoon? It's Sean Salehi, by the way, our intern that I met at the airport months ago, and then put him on the show. Born during the Bush administration. How old are you? No, it was the Clinton administration. Oh, my yeah. God. He could be one of Bill's. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Never know. He looks like one of mine. We'll be having fun now. He's a human being, and that's what I make. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if there were two of us? <laughs> oh, my we'll God. Be some wild and Can crazy you imagine guys? what we'd get away with? Oh, no, that was clone me, Hillary. I love you. Super hot. It was 1998. 1998. You were born in 1998. Yes. I don't like that at all. Something happened to me there. That's. I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk to me that said that before. So how do short years before you started at KUPD? Oh my god. How do you know anything about Fat Albert? I mean, I I guess they had reruns on on television. I mean, whether or not it it was VHSs that I would watch. Don't lie. I'm not lying. You didn't watch. I can't, I, you lived it. I'm kind of amazed he even knows what VHS yeah, is. Yeah, that's amazing. His parents were poor, evidently. <laughs> were you raised really, really poor? No, I wasn't. <laughs> well, then what were you doing with were you VCR? Are you very? Are you highly privileged? Are no. you a one percenter? Y- yes. Are you really? No. No. But you had a VCR when you were in the late 90s. I mean, heck, I think we, yeah, we might have just thrown out a VCR that we've had forever. Oh, uh, you have parents like that. You're hoarders. No. Okay. So. Write that down. <laughs> a hoarder? Ask us about hoarders later. <laughs> I know you know what it is because your parents clearly did it. But Did you watch the Kenan Thompson Fat Albert? No. No, it was terrible. Nobody did. No, it was terrible. Nobody. No. Even Bill Cosby's yeah. like, I can't <laughs> put my eyes on it. <laughs> he was in it. <laughs> Ugh. All right, so you know, you know Fat Albert, huh? Yes. All right, I didn't think that. That shocks I thought, me. I thought he was long sure. gone by then, especially in this woke generation that wouldn't watch that because it's, we're going to play Buck Buck, and nobody yeah, knows people, what that is. And, uh, yeah, I remember guess. Remember Buck Buck was? Buck Buck number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Buck Buck is evidently a game in Philadelphia. I, I wonder if you could take everything in that show and make it code to mean something else. Oh, you could. Probably. Sleepy Bill. Whatever, yeah, he talks about. You know, little Bill. Little Bill. Little Bill's little pills. <laughs> not yeah, laughing at that because yeah. it's horrific and tra- traumatic for me. Oh, is it? I always thought he I might. Talk to me. He, uh, he might actually pull a stocking cap down over his face like just Bill? to kind of not be. Bill, yeah, it was part of his move. You know, he would pull it down over his face and he would change his voice. He's <laughs> Osbo feeling good, but how about you, bud? <laughs> I don't know. I always thought that was maybe like that was yeah. no insight because he didn't just start that like uh, 80s. Well, he originally, I do remember 70s, that there were four lawsuits against Dumb Donald before they realized it was all mm-hmm. Bill Cosby. <laughs> there was an alias. Yes. He, somebody, somebody. Oh, had, can you imagine? I, I don't really even have to. Yeah. I think we just made it. Jose will do so, an uh, artist's rendering of it. Like so about case. seven years ago on my website, uh, it had a part where it's asked, you know, there was like a thing with this corporate thing where they wanted you to know who your influences was. And I am not kidding. Hmm. I had a pretty good that sentence. Right? That was terrible. How many bad parts were that said? <laughs> you want to know who's your influences? Hey, was? So, I was in a time machine. There were so many past tense present. <laughs> it was very odd. He had to know who his influences was, of course. <laughs> yeah, it was seven years ago. So the, the no. past tense. Well, it was past tense. Different. Some of the sentence was. <laughs> Sorry. 
No, that's okay. At this point, it's really hard to sell something when you're the idiot. But okay. I will just tell you. Because uh, you guys haven't played the role of the idiot. Oh, on the podcast. we have. Oh, you no, don't understand. Did, did you watch the skip, skip thing? <laughs> 25 no, no, but minutes? You're, ne- you're purposely playing somebody else being oh. the idiot. No, 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 uh, no. See, you don't see the part of the show we do without you. It actually goes great. out. Great. Yeah. Oh, please just send me that because that's <laughs> the only part I want to see then. <laughs> so what and was. Don't send me this. <laughs> right. It said my influences were. Bill Cosby, Louis C.K. Seven years ago. Oh my! Oh man! In a, a year, I had to drop them both. I got to be honest with you, Scott. Nothing that you said before that hurt what you yeah, just no, said. No, no, nothing. You, it actually made it. It enhanced. You could have said it as dumb, Donald, and it still <laughs> would have been all the Maba influences was. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who pe- I always tell people influences: Robin Williams, Jonathan Winters. Those Dana, are always your two, right? Yeah, right. Dana Carvey, Jim right. Carrey. Um, I've never heard you say Jim Carrey before. Yeah, Jim Carrey in Living Color was big for me. Okay, Damon Wayans is what I wanted to be. He was awesome because he had he all those so characters. Yeah, oh man, he just he great guy. The ambiguities <laughs> and contemplations. Henceforth, Oswald Bates in the oh, prison, so great. And then the uh, <laughs> I always thought sometimes it was over the top, and then I realized it was genius. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, he's just going for the easy laugh. But then what he was doing, like the he yeah. was, he was he's a s- smart, like thoughtful with every word guy. Well, once you met, a, once oh, you meet people, he was a guest, and you're like, man, he's good. Like everything, and he's really open with. I thought he'd be kind of, I don't need you kind of thing. Right. We played back and forth, and it was awesome. He was a blast. That was so. What's awesome. he doing now? Stand up. What? But I haven't seen him anywhere. He gets shows. He had Lethal Weapon. He's yeah. got shows all the time. Oh, that's right. He did do yeah. he's, they, they cast him because he's just a he's a good actor, yeah. and he's known, and uh, so why not put him in stuff? He's, yeah. he, it's, he just likes laughing. That was, oh, that, I was worried about that because a lot of guys are like, uh, just coming in and promoting because they're making me, and he had, he, they prepped him well to come in the show like, you're going to have fun. Don't worry about it. He bought it. We joked around. I made him laugh once, and he was wide open. Years ago, I did a thing for Fox. I don't remember where it was. Like maybe like the the presentations for the new shows that were coming out, and uh, in the fall. And uh, I it, I don't. I, maybe I was there for the TBS show, and Damon Wayans was there at the same time. I'm not sure what it was, but I was also shooting a Fox bit for the NFL on Fox, and we right. went up to Damon Wayans. First, we talked to Harlan Williams, and he made no sense. He's like, right. "Hey there, Buttercup, with your caparica." <laughs> paprika ankle bracelet and my producer bill rich is like we can't use any of that there's nothing we can do without there's nothing we can do here let's go get a snake and then um bigger fella but then no no just, just like snake yeah just he's just very funny um, so, solid bill richards yeah and he then we went to damon wayans and said and i was that was the only time i've ever been like super nervous yeah like it was really weird and I went up to him and started talking like him. Yeah. And he's like, "That's wait a second, that sounds a lot like me. I was like, you a couple questions. He's like, that's pretty. I go, people probably do that to you all the time. He goes, yeah, but not that well. Yeah. That's, so was, yeah, that's cool. It was it was pretty good. Badge of honor. Uh, pretty, pretty genius for me. It was a great move. Um, you should have won an award that Scott got. Oh, Scott, have you won any awards lately? No. No, no that's pretty much my whole <laughs> no, no, career. Look at, look at the screen. Oh, Scott. Oh, look at this. Gigmaster's best comic 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18. That's not 19. That is true. You started losing. Well, they haven't given what it happened out. The last year. What happened the last two years? You lost they it. Have any, well, they, oh, well, I should have, I won, I think, because they give it at the end of the year. They give it in like January or February for the 19 
Yeah, but it's so, 2020. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I missed out. You're a year well, you do. Yeah, that's the, oh, that's they the give top it away booking. Now? That's the that's the top uh, internet booking website in the in the country for Who's entertainment. Wow. So you the you corporates? do mostly corporate now? Pretty much that or fundraisers. <laughs> I love that it says uh, corporate comedian from Indianapolis will travel up to three thousand miles. <laughs> that's, like who's who's counting that? And from but where? Three thousand miles from where? I was. I was in Saskatchewan just uh, Boy, recently. Boy, they're pushing it there. That would be like twenty nine ninety nine. It was. I, I gave him a couple. <laughs> That's tight. So I wanted to ask you, John, yeah. who's the worst celebrity that came in and was just uh, an A? Pauly Shore. Okay, Zero hesitation. Hey, yeah, no, buddy. Right. Hey, buddy. He had a thing where he's like. Uh, he's and Fleischer. To be... Who? Who's Fleischer? Charles Fleischer? Charles oh, Charles really? Fleischer was never a guest Roger on the show. Rabbit? He was never a guest. Oh, that's right. He just he showed up. That's right. And we couldn't He's take an him. He's odd bird. And though. he just showed up. And uh, we couldn't take him. And I said, uh, we, we can't do it. And sent the producer at the time was Brady. And he sent him out there. I said, you got to kick Roger Rabbit out of the lobby because I'm not having him. I d- you don't just show up when we said we can't take you. And he begged and begged. And I'm like, we can't do it. I'm sorry. Nobody's buying tickets for a show. And nobody would do it. How long ago was this? God, 15, 16 years ago. And he shows up, and the next thing you know, he's shouting in the lobby, do you know what you're doing? Do you know who you're turning away? Right. One of those. And it's like, yeah, and I don't really think I care. Oh, and so, I think uh, you made a mistake. You think? Well, I don't know. I, he's gone so far since then. That, I mean. He was one of those guys I'd watch, and he was a crazy improviser. Like, would yeah. just come up with uh, – he, he was just hard to look at. I, I think don't, his uh, biggest yes. problem was he was very, very hard much. to look at. He was he on was Welcome on Back Welcome Cotter. Back Cotter. <laughs> How do we always did at the we, same time? Did we like they have the same remote? I don't know. This is ridiculous. Like on Dream On, we already figured <laughs> oh this out. Oh my God, I had no idea week. we were going to come up with that at the same time. <laughs> it's like we got this guy here. It's going to be a rabbit someday, and it's going to be great. But I don't understand what he's doing right now because he scares me. When I look at him, he looks like goo. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. You know what I want to do? Boom, 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 boom. Charlie Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Got a strange face. <laughs> Charlie, he cut his hair. He looks weird. I want to do Nickelback You're Cotter. You're not on today. <laughs> you think we get Nickelback Cotter? Would be for no reason at all. It's just Gabe just sings. And by the way, congratulations to Gabe Kaplan. This will get, I'm doing this on purpose now for Slahey. Uh, he did finally finish off Robert Conrad in Battle of the Network Stars. That was a very big deal in the 70s. They would race each other. They actually got into a fight one year. Uh, Top that, five event in the history of TV. And it, that one, one, got me up. The best ever. And uh, Conrad and Cap, uh, Gabe could run. Really? Cotter, Cotter was a and speed bet. demon. Uh, he was evidently Poker really good man. at that, too. Uh, and he made most of his money after that. But yeah, so they got into a physical fight on Battle of the Network Stars. Yep. And uh, Gabe was uh, not standing down to the very buff and mean, knock this off my shoulder, Robert Conrad. And uh, right. it was great. It was a great moment of television. Slay, so look it up on YouTube because this is good stuff. By the way, the stuff, uh, we're going to start the video fairly soon, like in the next four or five weeks probably. The stuff that um, Toledo is pulling up, Jose, is the kind of stuff that we probably want to fuse into the uh, the video versions so people can see who some of these people are and stuff like that. And the, So the video, just so you're paying attention to that, uh, Jose Meza. 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 Jose's been uh, doing really well this Awesome. Week. Yeah, it's fantastic. Your Jose Massa. Tremendous. 
and uh and more animations and stuff coming soon as well and a bunch more he he saved me this past week uh again where i need a, a quick edit and he's always finishing up a workout yeah and then i worked out with him on friday oh did you really that was, how'd that go for you really good really you did i win that jose I was fine. I don't know what you're yeah, talking about. Right, you felt great. Was... And we gassed out pretty good. Yeah, we were doing it was good, though. It was some awesome. fight drills. He, just, he, wasn't, he wasn't training with me as far as weightlifting goes. We were at the uh, TV no, store. You could crush him in weightlifting, right? him like that. Oh, Who needs to yes. weightlift when you can kick a guy's ass? But you need shoulders to be able to weightlift. <laughs> He's laughing at a little bit. <laughs> Get on your footstool and say that to my face. <laughs> Who's the guy that looks like uh, Karate Ted Knight? <laughs> Is that Robert Conrad? Is that, oh, it is Robert yeah. Conrad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is, he is karate. Lou, yeah. Lou, little jujitsu, Lou. <laughs> That's when all those guys had, like, great tans. It would be like, yeah. you know, they would be like a guy from Minnesota, like Ted Knight, but he had a great tan, right. and there wasn't even a tanning bed in the 70s, but no. they were an actor. You expected them to look tan. You went outside um, and torched yourself with the sun, and evidently that's bad. But they didn't care. Yeah. Anyway. Congratulations to Gabe Kaplan. Let me shift to this. <laughs> Keep hearing. <laughs> That's, um, How many new Twitter followers did you get this week? Uh, I started trumping people, too. Some guy unfollowed me because I retweeted a bunch of stuff. I'm just working hard to get all my stuff yeah. out there. And he's like, I just unfollowed you. And I just retweeted him with, only an idiot lets you know he's unfollowed. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> And then I started, I was just tweeting people. Then I said I was going to follow a bunch of people back, which I did. I followed probably 20, 25 people back. But uh, I think there were over 12, 1,300 people who replied who were trying to get followed back in an hour. It was crazy. Like these audiences that I'm starting to mingle with, the Rex Chapman audience and the Pat McAfee and some of the others. I'm going to do Michael Rosenbaum's podcast this week. Cool. and uh, I'm going to do Adam Ray. I was supposed to do Adam Ray's, but I texted Adam Ray, who I think we're going to have his guest appearance on pretty soon, maybe in the next two weeks. We'll do a setup of probably yeah, 20 combo minutes. when you do his and his and he's here. Yeah, we'll promote each other. Uh, probably, awesome. yeah. yeah. And he's, but I was supposed to do it to uh, this in, in a couple days, and then he's, he, I text him. He's like, "No, we got it's double booked." I'm like. But I'm flying in. Yeah. <laughs> Tell the bachelor people that are in right. there that. That, and then he's like, well, I don't know if we're going to be able to do it. I'm like, well, maybe can, can we just play some catch? <laughs> can, we, can we play catch or something? Maybe do a, a skit where good. you're Dr. Phil and I'm John Gruden playing a catch, and you do four hours of prosthetics? <laughs> That'll work. So yeah, uh, we'll see. Back, the Rosenbaum so. thing. But Rosenbaum, I said, well, does that come out in the next week? For people who don't know, he played Lex Luthor yeah. in, uh, cool. in a bunch of movies and stuff like that as well. But he he's like... No, it doesn't come out for another couple of months. There's like eight uh, people in front of you. It's like okay, so but that's that's a that's a really big podcast. Yeah, uh, inside of you, I think it is. Hey, and uh, yeah, but um, is one of the guys that uh, his he was trying to give reasons. You were asking them to give reasons, what bad reasons or whatever that they that you would oh just ridiculous them things. Don't I don't like right. it when people tell me I'm great because I know. Right. Yeah, just, you don't need to waste all that time telling you when yeah. you already bring it to the yeah. party. I so did, a friend it was more of mine, just give me a ridiculous reason to follow you, yeah. and people had some good ones. <laughs> so a, a friend of mine that's a sportscaster, he had said, hey, well, I'm a 
good friend of Scott Long's, which I probably, that's probably a negative, right? And I explained to him, there's no chance that's going to help. Frank just started following me last week. So I doubt that knowing me is going to help you in the Twitter universe. I thought that would do better. All right. All right. I thought I still... That's that's my new calling. All right, we got to transition got, into uh, oh, Salehi whenever he's got something we got to go. Well, I was just going to say my favorite that I saw, and I believe you even quote tweeted, it, was the person who responded that they have a squirrel collection. That oh. made me laugh. I think that yeah. was. Uh, and it turns out favorite. like the porcelain squirrels. I thought they were actual Real squirrels, squirrels, right? Which I was following in him for following him for the FBI. Did anyone see the squirrel story that came out today about the the water skiing squirrel? <laughs> 35 years ago, they rescued, quote, rescued the squirrel from a hurricane in Florida, which basically means the squirrel was fine and this family picked him up and then crushed his spirit. His post-traumatic stress disorder for squirrels has to be like, I survived a hurricane. I don't know what just happened. And what do the people who own him do? Put water skis on him and teach him to water ski. Yeah. And uh, he's been doing it for 35 years. It's the same squirrel, right, Rich? Yeah. That squirrel is 35 years old. Yeah. And we they're had not allowed. And they banned what? him today. Yeah, it's a Carter administration squirrel, and they banned him today uh, from ever doing uh, the thing. And why did they ban him? I forgot. I'm gonna pull up. Some. Yeah, they they banned. Wait a second, guy. they yeah. banned a squirrel. Yeah, you can't How do, do it. Ban a you're not allowed to do they it. They can't ban a squirrel. You gotta ban the squirrel. Oh, well, Jerry, they did it. Oh yeah, you can get banned, Jerry. I'll tell you how. That, no idea. There's no way you can get banned. Look over there, Jerry. There's squirrel banning. There's a squirrel. Uh, yeah, so they banned Twiggy the squirrel, the water skiing squirrel. Uh, because uh, I don't know why. It's under investigation for some. City of Vancouver won't allow it anymore uh, because evidently he can't. Oh, it's because it's he's a rodent, right? Because he was yeah. a, a rat yeah. with uh, a tail. can't allow him. And after 35 years, they have Hey, what happened to that <laughs> rodent? <laughs> Call back. That's what it is. He's part of the International Boat Show in Vancouver every year, and now he can't be there. He's been there for, for every year since they rescued yeah. him. But whatever's going on there, it's, I mean, that's like taking, you know, to kind of borrow Bill Hicks's line, it's taking the Kennedy kids to a shooting range, isn't it? He survived a hurricane, and then they're like, you know what you're going to do now is live your life in water, squirrel, and you're going to ski it. And they have a little life jacket on him, and it's, he's for safety. He's supposed to make kids know what safety is, like they're learning anything off of this. That's just adorable. But he's uh, surpassed the average life expectancy of a squirrel by 20 years. He's well, yeah. doubled it. I was going to say, I just saw that the life expectancy of a squirrel is between 15 yeah. and 18 years. Yeah. So. He's 35. He's two of them. I think they replaced him, and the yeah. kids don't. Yeah, that or they no stuffed way. him. Yeah. Or, or no not, he's not even old. Stuffed him. He's, a, they stuffed he's probably him on those, uh, those baby fetus things at uh, Homebrew. Oh, yeah, the stem cells. Those, those uh, Yeah. Abortion things I'm shoving in my We hand. can rebuild him. The kids don't need to, to know Twiggy's dead. <laughs> Go get another rat. <laughs> yeah, they just, they stole him. I mean, uh, the squirrel was probably sitting in a tree just going, <gasps> like not knowing what a hurricane was. And this family goes, we'll take him, we'll rescue him. You know, the arrogance of humanity. We'll rescue him. <laughs> he was fine. He was in a tree in a hurricane. He's fine. He made it. Yeah, the people couldn't make yeah, it. The, yeah, the, yeah. All right, the people clinging to the trees. Idiot, move! Gonna crush that squirrel. Checking in, Sean. Anything that we have outreferenced you on? Anything from oh boy. the will build him um, or rebuild oh. him? Oh. Six million dollar man. Okay. Yeah, I have heard of that film, but I have oh, oh, show. 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 show the film. Show. Okay, it's a streaming show. service. Okay, it's a show. But yeah, well, his parents may have watched it on film because you know they had the VHS. They might have had a little eight, you know, Jeff's eight millimeter. Kinescope? Yeah, how about that one? Kinescope. Is your you know dad's last name's a pruder. 
No. Okay, just checking. <laughs> Kinescope is what they used Are to Are you doing all the Kennedy them. references? Today? I'm trying all of them out, right. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> oh, I, uh, what you can do for your podcast, but what your podcast can do for you. I- imagine if there were uh, two of us. That would have uh, been great. Oh, sure, you thought uh, those were my brains. That uh, was uh, clone me. Two of us equal a silver dollar. What did mine turn into? I don't know. <laughs> My turn. Uh, Bobby. It sounded more like Goodwill Hunting or yeah. something at that point. I don't know what it was. Whatever it is, I uh, liked it. Bobby. <laughs> I think we're doing Simpsons. Get Simpsons my uh, brains. May, was it Maya Quimby? <laughs> Mary Quimby. Can we that have, works uh, better uh, now with younger generations. Yeah. If you're gonna do I don't, the Kennedy. Simpsons is old, man. I yeah. don't know any. Do you watch The Simpsons? But not actively, but I mean, I have seen Do you watch it, it passively? <laughs> right. That's fair. In the back, I love his answer. answer. I like that answer. I thought yeah. that was really smart. I was no, he's good. But of... I'm trying to divert from you, Scott. Yeah. Don't, don't cushion him yeah. because it helps you. Right. Can we uh, have one that. meeting where we don't dig up a body? <laughs> I think you make Quimby. a great point, Frank. I'll stop that. <laughs> I will no, you, no you, longer be I, active. We talked about this. I'm trying. Shalele. Shalele. How do you pronounce that? Shan Shalele. Shan Shalele. The only thing missing from that was a Scott sigh from that yeah. guy who loved that from oh, last that year. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, he goes, because you, you had cut me off. And I guess he had said, I think I heard you sigh like twice when Frank cuts you off. Like, <laughs> Oh, most. So from and I told him I would like try and I forgot. Thanks for mentioning that, Toledo. Every time I get cut off, I'm supposed to go. Oh, (laughs) I think it adds. Yeah, I like the sign. It's funnier. The tough thing that people don't understand: you're in Indianapolis. Yeah, explain that. And it's there's a home of the slight delay. Home Pat Mac. There's a slight delay between you and us. So you've mm-hmm. even told me this. You're like, it's hard because you being in the room is always easier oh, when you're yeah. doing comedy. Totally. And that's why John even drives over here in traffic because- Not Much longer after today. It just makes it, was it really bad? It's <laughs> hour 12. Really? Took and you oh. got here early, I thought. Did I? It was early, but We're I left- telling an, you that. I left an oh, hour and 15 minutes. I usually give myself like 40 minutes, but it was raining. So I'm like, I know these people can't drive in that. So hour 12. Really? Oh. I- I'm so, so uh, glad yeah. you come here. <laughs> right. We can make it a little bit later. I, no, it has nothing to do with it. It's, yeah. It's, no, traffic should be. It was just the weather. It's Well, that, yeah, that. And it was just, you know, what are you going to do? I don't mind. Yeah, you it's sound like to, you mind. I'm not happy about it. I know. I don't mind anymore because I'm not going to do it anymore. Okay. I'm going to be in a little box <laughs> like, like <laughs> Scott. Is, I'm moving in an app. I need another great voice guy yeah. with material. <laughs> That's fine. Good there luck. are three others yeah. left on you Earth. John Capanera. Yeah, get him in. Hey! <laughs> what I happened with to the last guy? Oh. About eight eight years ago, it was at a bar, and uh, there was about fifteen people there. Wolf. And and I'm like, you guys have no idea. John is, and he's a great comic too. But he, I think he had moved on. He just pretty much only did uh, cruise ships now. Yeah, he's been doing cruise ships for like a decade at least. I think if that's what he told me, and so. He had done this because it was pretty close. They paid him a lot. They lost their ass on yeah. the whole deal. But it was one of those deals where you're like, this guy had a sitcom. He was a, he was a king. Big comic. He did two oh, nights on he did two nights on Bob Costas's later show, which was such yeah. a great talk show. And I was laughing so hard. Oh. My dad came downstairs like, what? He like tell me to shut up because the show was on like one in the morning. And he's like, What are you laughing at? And then he started to laugh watching me because I was I'm like, this is amazing. And for a good 
10 minutes, the guy just crushed an entire segment and then got to the big joke. Look at the kid in the sombrero. And they, and Bob cut him off for a commercial. He goes, you killed it. Oh. <laughs> and that was it. But it was everything he was doing was so good. He had a national McDonald's commercial probably 15 yeah. years ago, big yeah. radio commercial. And people were like, that guy pretending like he sounds from, like, he, uh, pretending he sounds he's, like he's from Chicago. Like, he is from yeah. Chicago. He Wildly Chicago. from Chicago. Yeah. Everybody that, there that loves that guy. Dumb people who do. No, he's brilliant. I, I wished he'd have been. The biggest name in the world for a little while because I loved that guy. He we need to get into the XFL because yeah. that's the big topic. Let's do week. it. Um, other than maybe Tom Brady, will he come back to the Patriots? Philip Rivers not coming back to the Chargers. That was announced today. Oh, I didn't see that. Yep. Yet. It's out today. He is not coming back to the Chargers. And is he coming uh, back to anywhere? He's he wants the, to play the Colts. Yeah, a lot that's... of people say he's going to go to the Colts. Frank Reich was his offensive coordinator for a year, and I believe it was his best statistical season. And you throw in that uh, they have a great offensive line. Yep. And the Chargers, that was the one weakness that the Chargers had this past year. They had a, one of the worst three or four offensive lines in the NFL. I was listening to Mike Lombardi talk about this, who yeah. uh, is just the smartest guy, I think, on football you can listen to. And uh, it kind of seems like a fit. They could draft a quarterback, have Phillip Rivers be the Alex Smith for a year. Yeah. And you think one year? Well. You think you get one year out of him? I, you know, here's my well. My take on Philip Rivers has always been unpopular, but I'm proven right over time he's, that he he's is, bad in the last two minutes. He's a terrible big game quarterback, and everybody argues, "Oh, he's this." And I'm like, "Yeah, because you're fantasy football players. He's outstanding as a fantasy football quarterback." Tony Romo had the same thing, and everybody always wants to put these guys in this elite category because the oh, numbers here we are go, Jim. Yeah, the numbers are really. <laughs> Let him finish, Tony. The uh, the, uh, oh, the, the numbers are it's incredible. Wonderful. It's not incredible. It's all really really bad right here. Don't listen to anything you're saying. <laughs> but he can't win. He can't win. And I wouldn't want that Colts team with that defense and those players to get into a situation where you know you get Philip Rivers and you find out the hard way. Who that else it's are him. they gonna get? Well, you know what? It's that's a tough. Brissett's not. No, Brissett's not, not a, a. He's a good backup or a, you know, a decent quarterback on a bad team. But I would speak to that. I don't love Philip Rivers, but one thing that he is really aggressive, he, and he's good with young players. I think, and the other bonus is he's never had a good coach. But here's has what he you, ever had a good coach? Maybe I don't know. But here's Scott was the only probably the best coach he ever had, and, and they, he had the same issue. One. Yeah. No, but they should have won. There's a famous game where uh, the Chargers were going to go to the FC Championship. A guy intercepts the ball with a minute left in the game, and the defensive back, instead of going to the ground, starts doing a lot of moves, yeah. and they knock the ball loose, and the team gets it back, and they score a touchdown, and they are out. Poor coaching. What? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would get him. But I think, look, if you're a Colts fan and you're sitting there saying, oh, yeah, Phillip Rivers is available, we should probably do that. Uh, wouldn't you feel foolish if Brady doesn't go back to New England? Because I think that's the fit for the Colts nah. right there. I mean, it's a yeah, lot of money, and they've got theory. a ton. No, no, no. Brady's problem with them is they are they do not have any possession receivers, and that's the whole offense for Tom Brady. He likes to dump the ball down to guys that can that are possession Draft receivers. Them. Simple. Does he like to, yeah. or that's all he just has? Yeah. No, no, no. I think it also has to do with. I mean, he had Randy Moss. Every guy, every guy that comes in outside of Randy Moss doesn't do well because that playbook with Tom Brady is so meticulous timing based. And, yeah. and timing based. Yeah. And I just don't think he could come in to a new team 
and bring that unless they had a couple of receivers. Like if Gronk comes with him and another receiver was to come with him. You've got or- good tight ends, though. And I think that that's something that, you know, no. they're decent. They're not bad. And they're young. So you got a couple of guys that you can get out there. I don't, I see that as the. T.Y. Hilton's their best guy. Oh, and by he's far. He's a deep threat. But I would not sit back with Phillip Rivers and Tom Brady if I'm going to have a one year quarterback and I don't jump think you all can over. Take Phillip anybody Rivers. for one year. You got to think you gotta you're going to go get two. two to three years. Right, but still, you just sign him for that. The NFL, you can cut guys. So, it right. you know, it doesn't really matter. You give him some guaranteed money and you drop that $20 million on him and he'll take it. And I would not want to be the one that got the Hydrox cookies when Oreo's standing right there and you just jumped ahead and bought the wrong bag. Yeah, but the Oreos are 44 years old. That are yeah, in but the, the other one's 40. Yeah, but that four years is a difference. It's a big difference. But, you know, those four years I'd take on Tom Brady over Phillip Rivers. He's just Okay, better. so where do you think Tom? You think Tommy stays in Boston? Tommy. Tommy, Tommy stays in Boston? Tommy stays. You think so? Pocket. I've heard. Yeah, the, I don't, anybody I, heard the moving. theories about Dallas? The Dallas. Well, do they have money? Well, if they don't, they have pay- well, Dak's tr- that's true. But I mean, the reason they're not signing Dak is because of that. What would, I mean, yeah, but they don't. The reason they're not signing Dak is because he he's good, <laughs> but he's not one of these uh, super special. Dak Prescott wants the Russell Wilson. Yeah. They offered it that to him, and he of- wanted more. Yeah, they just said thirty. And he's like thirty three. It's like you're crazy. But he can't. He can't get out of the messes that guys like Russell Wilson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's just not elite. But I'll tell you where he's, he's really good. You want to start doing the the you know the chess match, uh, the Brady to Dallas, Dak to New England. I'd trust Bill Belichick with Dak Prescott's arm. He could totally, absolutely, yeah, because yeah. 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 he's a manageable quarterback who's got the skills. He's not really accurate, so you get him in that short game and start dumping. I think that is Bill. If Belichick. you get a timing based guy, does and, and it, that's it what might he is. Take a year or two. Yep, he's smart. Make the reads. I think they'd stay at ten, eleven wins with Dak Prescott. And totally. I, th- I think they'd yeah, be right of their on top division, of it. Well, yeah, but I mean, also they're you know they're not bad. They were a good team this year. No, it's down on them because they're they strong were, defense. Yeah, they were like three and thirteen. They weren't. They were a good team. They just kind of fell apart. Uh, they were ten and zero at one point. So I think the Dak Prescott to Dallas thing's really interesting. If if uh, Philip, and it's going to be kind of neat to watch this. I, I don't I'm like watching guys. That. Me too. I don't like watching guys leave teams like that. Like the old Joe Namath as a Ram thing and. You know, OJ was a 49er and Franco was a Seahawk and Dorsett was a Bronco. I don't like seeing that. Uh, It happened. It worked once. Montana. Montana's a Ram? No, Namath. Oh, okay. Namath went out. Or Unitas, too. Unitas left and went. Unitas went to the Chargers. The Chargers. Montana, Kansas City. That's the only one that's really worked. Favre to the Jets. Favre and the Vikings. And Peyton Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning went to to Denver and he had two great years and then one. Or did he have two good, great years and then a really bad one? But that's because he sucked the soul and blood from the children and then uh, got new life. I, because no he wasn't yeah. I don't either. He was supposed to play some more. And he Four went to years, Europe. two Super Bowls. Yeah. No, he was outstanding in Denver, but the Colts had yeah. to move on just in case. They weren't wrong. You got something, Sean? Yeah, you can't forget about Drew Brees, too. I mean, this is this is kind of a loaded... But Drew Brees wasn't yeah, he great. Was a, he was young. The well, no, I, just, no I mean this free agent Oh, class. that's true. You're this right. free agent that's class. Right. I mean, three wow. of, the, of the largest quarterbacks, at least of my generation, like, yeah. if you look at kind of the hierarchy of quarterbacks... Uh, for as long as I've been watching football, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, yeah. they're all up there and they're all on the open market this season. And the other thing that Philip Rivers just did is buy a house in Florida. So mm-hmm. I think looking at Bruce guys, Arians. I'd heard somebody say oh. that Tom Brady bought a house in LA. Nevada. Oh, I heard L.A. Uh, well, I heard LA is. I yeah. heard as well, LA as well. But what are Nevada and Florida? What makes them interesting? 
yeah. is that there are no taxes. no state income tax. Dallas too, because ah. all you have to do and yeah, all taxes. you have to do is move to a state and live there most of the year, right? Or in your off season, I believe it's a, a right. certain percentage of the time, and then that's what your taxes are based on, right? Because you have to pay in each state that you work in. But when you don't work, when you work at home, all your home games have no state income tax. Right. Well, the Raiders are an interesting fit too because that's abandoning a good quarterback. Another one. Now, you talk about all these old guys going, and you're getting rid of Jameis Winston, Dak Prescott, and uh, Derek Carr, and now they're available. But I'll so tell you, you what, yeah. man. There's these middle guys. They're good guys. But yeah. here's the thing: there, there are. There's this range of these these wily veterans that just know the game better than everybody, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there's the young guys that might be smart, but it's their athletic ability. Yeah. And you know, in ten years, eight, ten years, those guys are going to be the wily veterans right. too. But right now, you look at these guys that are exciting. Vegas. What is Vegas all about? The the glitz, the glamour, yeah. the lights. They just have to be interesting. They don't first have to have a championship. But boy. Yeah, that first season. That's why people have talked about the Chargers being desperate to get someone like Tom Brady so they can open their stadium because they've got no juice Nothing. at all. Yeah. And then the Raiders going into Vegas. I mean, I would think those would be two teams that they – the Raiders have got to have a lot of uh, – Cap you know, space. room in their cap, yeah. but then they're supposedly so broke that they can't. Actually they're not broke. Pay. The the thing behind the Raiders is that the they don't have, have all the capital. Right. Right. If you're going right. to guarantee a contract, is what some some of these NFL the big guns get. Right. You have to have that money and put it into an account so it's safely there. It's like an insurance company. Yeah. They got the backup. And yeah. They're they're a little bit house poor right now too because that. $2 billion monstrosity in Vegas is going to break them for a year or two with big... Sense. And haircuts. Well, yeah. <laughs> Between Gruden and the Dutch boy, that <laughs> is going to be... Tell you what, man. This has been man. some good XFL talk. That's so right. Far. All right. Well, you got to get in that because we got, we got uh, Zach Coleman here to nerd out with us a little bit. I don't. I haven't heard... Is the topic secret? That... Keep it secret until the thing... Oh, yeah. I don't okay. know. Keep I don't want to know yet. Toledo, producer Toledo's not letting... Either me or no. I think you guys will like it, but I don't want to spoil it. God, I hope it's Pornhub yeah. origin story. <laughs> that's I don't think Wolverine that's Pornhub that word. Oh 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 oh! Ori. Right. <laughs> There's a whole podcast uh, about the porn industry. That's the business side of it, and it's great. And it's <laughs> you. You listen to it for the articles. Yeah, yeah. you do. <laughs> God, what is that guy's name? John Ronson. John Ronson? Hello, John Ronson. Yeah, nobody knows about you. A, no, no, no. This guy's a big... He has a it lot sounds of like a, It sounds like you screwed up your porn name. Yeah. <laughs> Ron Johnson. No, um, Ron Ronson. Um, John Ronson. Ron Johnson. John Ronson. John Ronson. John Ronson. John Ronson. John Ronson. John Ronson. Skip. Uh, Skip. It, well, it, he discusses the whole deal, and it was a bunch of guys in Canada, like in uh, Quebec, who uh, figured out how to basically make the YouTube of porn and it kills the porn industry. And at the same time, uh, they make just, you know, billions. It's called the butterfly effect with John Ron Johnson. John Ron Johnson. Butterfly Butterfly effect. effect. Yes. Wonderful. John Ronson. Can't be opened on uh, Frank's computer here because of child safety regulations. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's... (laughs) Let's talk about dicks. I'm John Ronson. (laughs) 
with the John Ronson Rondons on. And I'm Dick Donson. Hello, Dick Donson. I'm John, John Ronson. Ron- oh, John, John. Let's talk dicks tonight. We're talking dicks, specifically about dicks, taking phone calls at uh, 1-800-YOUR-PUSSY. Of course, Dick Talk is ready to go. Yes, my name is Craig Cocker. Can I help you, Craig? Of course you can. A great name, is this first off. John Johnson, Rod John Ronson. John Ron Johnson, Johnson. <laughs> Johnson. Johnson. Want to see my Johnson? <laughs> Don't call me Johnson. You, you can call me Ray. Uh, Ray, Ray. You can call me Jay. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Go on with your question, Mr. Cocker. I feel like we're in a Monty Python sketch. Of course we are. We'll be right back. Dimsdale. What would you do if I sang out of tune? It's, it's Joe Cocker, everyone. The Joe late Cocker. Joe Cocker. He's back on the line. Joe Cockney. <laughs> oh, don't start that. All right, this XFL. Rabbit the XFL because we're on time limits. Can we here? do it as uh, porn announcers, please? I love the XFL. It was wonderful. Hey, take a look. Absolutely. <laughs> sombrero. Daggering. Yeah. What a shot. Take a look at the guy in the flashlight. <laughs> he is going deep indeed, <laughs> this gentleman. Long down the sidelines, yes. That's my name. That's it. Run, 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 Johnson. Here we go, Jim. (laughs) Oh, this is going to be really, really good. Believe that man has an erection, Tony. XFL, like it or dislike it? (laughs) (laughs) I like your delayed laughs. No, because I was trying to move on and it was funny. All right, XXXFL. Oh, my God. (laughs) Did you like it? (laughs) Oh, creepy. Did you? I, uh, here's my thing. This is, this is my. What I noticed first, I liked all the gadgetry. Yeah. The football was fine to me, but I don't know anybody. Right. So I'm not invested in any players. The thing I feel like they're getting wrong so far for me is it's there's kind of a spectacle to it. Yeah. It doesn't – all the announcers, not all of them, 90% of the announcers are going at it like football and not wrestling. The rest of the game is more like wrestling. The rest of the game is more giving you more insight, more in it. When Pat McAfee is on, I know this sounds like a brown nose schmooze. No, it's interesting when he's on. He's interesting because he's doing stuff nobody else is doing. Everybody else is doing normal broadcast. Kurt Menefee, actually, very good broadcast. Excellent. I thought he'd doing a great job. Me too. But I feel like he should be doing a regular game. Yeah, he's good doing that. He's good. He's really good doing the game. Pat McAfee comes on. I'm all of a sudden. This is different. Yeah, and that's what the league needs is entertainment. And once it's entertaining and there's a little bit of circus to it, yeah. and there's good football to go along with it, then I'm in. Yeah, I was saying. I was saying uh, to a couple friends. I was like, I, I because you're not uh, invested in any team, you have no passion, you have no play. It's easy to pick apart. It's hard to be. Uh, impassioned in the dragonfly. <laughs> oh my god, that uniform! And the uniforms are awful. But if I told you and you didn't know anything about football, you dropped here from outer space, and I said, "Watch this Bengals Dolphins game." The uniforms right. would be disgusting. The play would be terrible. And we give it, uh, you know, credence because it's been around so long. You're familiar with those teams. The games were fairly well played. I don't think they were great, but these guys didn't have a preseason. They didn't have anything. They were fairly well played, and. I think the presentation, once again, just like he did 20 years ago, they've already got five ideas the NFL must steal. Right. They must steal. Now, uh, they're affiliated with the NFL somewhat, A right? little. I mean, they're borrowing affiliation, really. It's more just like, we're not going to stomp on you. Let's see what you got. Because last time, Sky Cable, that's Sky Cam, that's an right. XFL thing, a couple of things on the sideline. This, the, the, my the favorite, betting lines? The, the betting lines was fantastic, and the ESPN announcers were basically told, 
Talk about Vegas. Yeah. And God knows how Vegas pulled the, the over-under down to a point and a half off of that first game. But uh, that was great, and having the betting lines on there. The thing that nobody's thought of, as many times as we, on, even on this podcast, have discussed uh, the, the uh, replay, no one's ever said, Mike, the refs. No, that we was, talked about it. Yeah, I just remember it. saying you can't – I've always said no slow-mo, give them one look and get them out of the thing. I've never once thought – I never thought it was a possibility. We I talked still don't, about it. Did we? I well, don't yeah, remember yeah, that. Yeah, because I said I want to know. Michael. Then, it, then, then it's all out in the open. Brilliant. You know what's happening. You're brilliant. And also – Unless I imagine that. You did. I'm pretty sure that I – But I'll go with it. Whatever. Yeah. Dreamer. <laughs> but the, Thanks, Adam. What? I believe he's got an erection, too, about himself. <laughs> uh, so uh, – and then the sideline interviews after that guy missed the field goal. And he's standing there walking towards the sidelines, and somebody's there interviewing him now. Yeah. Was phenomenal. Okay, so Toledo had sent me a tweet uh, by – who was it by? Uh, Jeff Schwartz. Jeff Schwartz, who I like. Yeah. Does, does a nice job. And, he does. Uh, his – yeah, really good takes, smart, they're well thought out, all that kind of stuff. And his – his take on it was, don't understand why people need to have a behind-the-scenes look at how the whole operation works. Do you ask other companies to know how the sausage is made? I'm a fan of other sports and don't demand to know a bunch of behind-the-scenes things. It's best to have some intrigue. Uh, I disagree with that completely. Because that's him. him. That, yeah, that's the different world that we're living in where that's what this league has to be. But that's the basis He's an ex-football of, player. That's how an athlete would live. It is, but that's the basis of all Fox Sports, ESPN. All of them are to dig deeper into what happened on the sidelines and right. get the intrigue. Is right. That- well, here's the other... This is the, this is the tweet you showed me before was there's tons of behind-the-scenes content in NFL films. Like, but I, and, they, and NFL films is incredible, and he's right about this. But people want to see all this stuff going on as it happens. It, you want yeah. a natural... NFL films as edited. A right. lot of times, we were there at the Raiders thing, and like, I'm good. Yeah. Like, the mics, uh, right. you can talk to me, or don't yeah. talk to me. Right. And they'll point to their chest, like, no. Right. And and so they're conscious of it, and whatever that, what is that thing called? Have, have you, you know? did, do you guys ever watch the Turning Point, the NFL Turning Point, which I think is the best NFL show? It's it's on FS1, I believe. Uh, it's amazing show. They watch the Super Bowl edition. It's it's kind of like inside the NFL, but but without anybody cutting you in. It's an hour long show. Yeah. It covers the turning points of the game, and you're getting. You're getting sidelined. You're getting everything. It's like NFL films at, after the it, fact. Yeah, it's yeah. it's peak. Right. But I'm thinking exactly what you're saying, Frank. Is that's the only way I'm going to watch this? It's reality it, show. I, it's yeah. reality yeah. show sports. We love this stuff. It's, we dig for these things. I mean, we get cameras on guys on sidelines and guess what they're doing. And now you don't have to. I think they blew it in one regard to have an entire revenue stream of social media saying we're interviewing that guy right now on Instagram. And that creates... I think Pat McAfee was going live with stuff. Uh, that's fantastic. Because then it would go on Instagram and it would be in, uh, like internet huge immediately. And if something goofy happens, then that's, you know, it's unfiltered and yeah. goes out immediately. And AB would be perfect for this. Thing oh my happened. God, can you imagine? But Vince McMahon, <laughs> yeah, the first time he tells somebody to suck something on him and... <laughs> Be like, well, he's not happy with any of us. But, I mean, that's uh, viral immediately. Yeah. And I also think the other thing that I would like in kind of regard to what you were saying is the way it's got to be su- – have a microphone in the end zone after a touchdown that's on for 10 seconds. Hmm. And instead of a celebration where everybody acts like they're doing a big photo shoot, and with, you go grab that mic and you can say something to the crowd. It shuts off in 10 seconds. Wrestling. Wrestling. It's wrestling. It's wrestling. The wrestling and elements of it. Would love that, especially if he did something like kids, a, younger people. Incredible. Deontay Wilder can't walk into a room as the heavyweight champion without people going, Bomb Squad. Right. 
That's all you'd have to do. You get a guy with a catchphrase. He gets a touchdown. He goes and shouts it. The crowd goes insane. I think. Yeah, I think uh, there's a mix of trying to be professional and still the sport. Yeah. And they don't want to be the original XFL where it right. was so over the top, but I think the world has changed too. It, we could, uh, they were ahead of their time. That yeah. would work today. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, I, they're worried totally. about that, yeah. and that might be where it's going to go. I think they're going to yeah, work their way to yeah. it instead of just throw it in our face. Like but I think us. young people that don't care about teams, and they don't care about teams the way right. we did growing up anyways, right. for the most part, yeah, they, because of fantasy football. But could you imagine being at a Cardinals game? You know, just a, locally or a, a Colts game for Scott. And uh, Hilton scores a touchdown, and he's got 10 seconds to amp the crowd up. How insane that would be for a home crowd. And I think they're missing the boat with a couple elements to to, to distance themselves from Or just have him go over to, to McAfee, and McAfee do it with them. Live in the station. Yeah. The stadium. I mean, he just he, he would ramp people up. Yep. He would Great. get them going. Sean, did you have something? Yeah, well, I mean, a couple of things. I've, first of all, as a football fan. I don't fan, like it. I think it's stupid. <laughs> Scott's take is quick That's and my to new the point. Now. I've, I've had enough of you, Shillelagh. Uh, you kid. No, go ahead. As, uh, a, as a football oh, fan, man. I love it because of, like you said, the transparency with having the play calls always be audible right. on the broadcast. I think that's something. That, that only hurts cool. Tony Romo. Yeah. That's true. He's get, yeah, it's true. He's <laughs> the one who's been true. guessing yeah. plays yeah. for the last three yeah, years. That's absolutely true. But, I mean, I, I think that Terrible it's, idea. I, think yeah, it's I don't really, like that at all. I just got to uh, – my contract money's going down, so I got to be good. I think the fact that they're also embracing taking smaller stadiums – MetLife was maybe yeah. a little bit of a reach for New York, but D.C. was in a soccer stadium. Yep. I think they're doing the L.A. one in a soccer stadium. They were doing the Dallas team in a baseball uh, stadium. Embracing the smaller venues so that way it looks more packed. Did you hear what lot. their ticket sales were? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean – Dan, Darren Ravel tweeted before kickoff, the XFL has already surpassed ticket sales revenue for the entire season of the AAF wow. last season. Yeah, that was a little bit of a reach. But still, I mean, I understand that, that but the AAF was unfunded. I was, yeah. I was unfortunately yeah, but a little bit tied to that. In outdone, a they've already outdone. Oh, yeah. The, the, and they had a good first week, but that yeah. was a real... 3.3 million viewers for the yeah. first game. It's really reasonable. Yeah, can, but the AAF had 2.9. Yeah, you don't. So first yeah. week you is nothing. Wait three weeks. It's yeah. curiosity, but I, I don't think anybody walks away from this going that was, unless you wanted to hate it. I don't think you walked away saying that was awful. It was, I really this, enjoyed. But it. This showed you. I I was okay with the AF at the beginning and was fine yeah. with it, but this outdid it by quite by a, a lot. Bit. Yes. It was entertaining. I was entertained. I, I have no. You were texting me during guys. games. I did. I, I told you. I'm like, hey, when you weren't. You know, hey, no. making love to my lady. <laughs> oh, let's talk about that, Ron John Johnson. Here we go. Doesn't somebody have to get groceries? Is it, is it worth? <laughs> Call back to last week, right? Yes, yes of course. indeed it was. You have to listen every week. <laughs> were you, were you working on your uh, Mad Dog impression while you were watching this? <laughs> yeah, I was doing a little Mad Dog. Had, you know, pants down Mad Dog at the house. You never know. <laughs> Unleashed! <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's. I, I really did. I enjoyed it. I thought it was well presented. And the thing that, uh, if anything falls from this, it'll just be that the NFL has six new good ideas right away. I okay, think- so I, I see on social media one of the uh, yeah. you know open mic comedians was discussing it, and he's like, would you think it would be worth it? Because I guess the average salary is like $55,000 to risk getting CTE for $55,000. I'm like, okay, let me ask first. Do you like football? Not really. I'm like, aren't you a big wrestling fan? He's like, oh, yeah. Okay, so what I would ask is, is have you seen what happens to wrestlers yeah. after about 10 or 15 years? Now, I will tell you, if you've been a successful athlete 
and all of a sudden you have no place to go, you're never going to get the same high. You would be willing to chase that high and then maybe have a dream that you might still be able to make the NFL, whatever it is. But I mean, after I stopped playing football in high school and I was a pretty good football player, but I didn't want to go to play division two football. So I'm like, okay, but I had eight years where I would have dreams that I was still playing football. That's you know, how vivid it but, was. You know, and, Carl Anderson, who wrestles in the WWE Anderson and Gallows, mm-hmm. told, uh, told stories in, at uh, not KQRS in Minneapolis with Tommy Bernard. And, Tommy's still there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, just my. signed a new big deal. Yeah. I just saw it. Really? Uh, he, he would go and drive for like $300 to go wrestle. And you know you're, they're making no money in these terrible circuits. Yep. Wrestling and circuits. the Sounds real like ones. My, most of my comedy career, right? <laughs> yeah, and a lot of CTE they, they, involved no. in that too. It, Before it, gig oh, masters. Totally. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, but, though. Uh, you yeah. know who ruined all this <laughs> for these guys? And uh, to go with like kind of piggyback on what Scott said, uh, the Kurt Warner story lives in all these dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's always that moment of like, look, I didn't get my shake because I didn't get a good shake. I had a bad coach. I was on a bad team. Nobody saw what I can do. Brett Favre was not highly touted. Tom Brady was a six-round pick. These guys live with that. Well, they say heads. half the NFL is undrafted. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Tony they, Romo. Tony Romo, yeah. They, they plucked him out of obscurity because nobody Eastern gave him Illinois. a chance. And they start to show something in practice. You're like, maybe these guys can now hone their skills a little bit, maybe shake off some of whatever they knew got them kicked out in the first place. It's a second chance. The Kurt Warner story lives in every one of their brains, and maybe one comes out of there all right. I mean, Tommy Maddox came out of the first XFL and had a pretty nice little run there with Pittsburgh. He hate me? He hate me? Uh, What's his name? Smart? Rod Smith? Wasn't it Rod Smart? Rod Smart. Smart. Rod Smart. He had a nice uh, career down in New Orleans. That was a porn name I had for a while, too. Rod Smart. (laughs) So we're all pretty interested in it. We want to see what happens in the next week or two here. Believe it. I think it's going to be real. Sean. Gambling's the key to this. Yes, absolutely. Sean, what do we got uh, on the list of things you didn't understand before we get to Zach Coleman and we nerd out? The one that I was been I've been waiting for all day is uh, parakeet will die. That was the beginning of that black. The parakeet lung. will die. I believe you were referencing. Uh, he does. I said if because uh, uh, who is it? McAfee's got so much coal in his lungs that if he was in a room with a parakeet, the parakeet would die. Oh right. You don't know this, but in a long time ago in our country, Sean Leahy, your people, the Irish, would get uh, sent down into the coal mines. But before they went down. Uh, one of them would have to take a parakeet because if the air wasn't clear, I don't, I don't know what toxic carbon monoxide. Carbon monoxide. The parakeet dies. They won't send the miners down. Very there you go. Huh? Or a canary. It's a canary. I said parakeet. Canary. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Either, Either way, bird, bird, that Coleman nerding out. He nerded out. Of... He crushed me in the aviary knowledge of the coal miners Jew. <laughs> coal man iners. Yeah. The coal man. That was brilliant. That's a Once small again. hall of fame. That is a very small hall of fame yeah. right there. The Jewish coal miners hall of fame. There's not not many in that. Fortunately for yeah. them. All right. So you it got kills birds. Else? Cole you got anything kills else? Birds. Yeah, actually, two more. Welcome back, Cotter. Was not familiar with that show. It's a TV show starring John Travolta and Gabe Kaplan. Welcome that back. that we thought while it was on was the most brilliantly funny, hilarious, and ingenious show ever made. And then when it went into reruns on Nick at Night, it was even in reruns probably as a kid when I was watching it growing up. But then. When it came back at Nick at Night, I went back and watched it maybe in my 20s and like, this is the Terrible. worst Terrible. acting. <laughs> oh, the acting. Mr. Carter, yeah. I got a question Remember for Remember when, uh, when uh, uh, was it Vinny who had, or no, it was, uh, they thought Epstein was on drugs. <laughs> That's the famous, exactly. Give me drugs, give me drugs, give me drugs, give me drugs. I still say it. 
So it was uh, John Travolta. Play- <laughs> there were four thugs called the Sweat Hogs. And a character named Sweat Hogs. Juan yeah. Epstein. Yeah. Mr. Carter? Yeah. I got a note. And he would bring a note of why he was missing school. One of the kids in the class was named Horshack. Horshack. <laughs> Arnold? <laughs> oh, and he would ask a question and everybody oh, would wait oh, every oh, episode. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. It, it sounds like Hello? me on this show. Yeah. And this it's, is, it's me it, on this show. Uh, not like you. It's like Sean oh, at the beginning. When Sean first started, he's like, we got something from Sean. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Mr. Carter, I have a question. <laughs> That's really good. Uh, Porsche. Uh, Arnold, oh, Arnold, so Arnold ask your question. Okay. <laughs> it was like eight minutes. Here's my question. Just get to it, Horshack. Oh, my God, Horshack. I could dance the entire time here. <laughs> See why I used to be such a great comedian. And that's <laughs> back when that mattered. Oh, boss, I, uh, <laughs> what does a, a yellow, yellow light, light mean? mean? Slow down. We'll get that one next. Okay. All right. What else? Are we doing Bernie Sanders again? <laughs> okay. It is kind of the same. Wow, that is funny. Christopher yeah. Lloyd as Bernie Sanders. Oh yeah, Bernie the Ignatowski. <laughs> Ted Knight. Ignite. Ignitowski. Ig- oh, Bernie on it. Ted Knight is the last one. Caddyshack. Oh, ouch! That hurts. I actually have never. Spalding, I watch you on the golf course. Have you five seen? minutes. I have not seen Caddyshack. Oh, that's a. I, All right. That that's should be your homework. Yeah. Sorry, I absolutely required. Okay. 100% Cinderella story. You have to watch could that. Be, could be Frank, one of his top three impressions he's ever Ted, done. Ted Knight. Yeah, the funniness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what was I going to say there? The uh, Ted Knight, he was also in Psycho. He opened a door. Um, <laughs> but he was on Mary Tyler Moore, this blowhard. He played a blowhard Weatherman. character. And yeah, oh, he but he, the news everything he ever played oh, was the news. Was the right. Everything he ever did was this over the top. I know everything that there is to know. Okay, <laughs> very Trumpian. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he, he is very Trump. Trump. He's very similar in the impression. The, the, I always said the Donald Trump impression is somewhere between Ted Knight and Doctor Evil. Yeah. <laughs> Throw me a freaking bone here, please. It's, it's, it's interesting. Um, so, yeah, you need to watch that, and you need to watch the show oh. Too Close for Comfort. Yeah. Monroe. No. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mr. Rush. <laughs> Monroe. This is the only there's place you're going to There's a reason go. there's a rainbow in your apartment. I think I want to date one of your daughters, Mr. Come Rush. Come on, Monroe. I do. It's Monroe. in the script. I, should ha- I don't know. They just told me to say it. Monroe. <laughs> I think maybe I like Lydia. <laughs> Which was one is it Lydia that? Lydia super hot. She was the blonde yeah, one. Yeah, she was she? the blonde. The Lydia Cornell. Blonde. Yeah. Or the Mindy-like one. Oh, we have to help Monroe lose his virginity. He was going to lose his virginity in an episode, and he was supposed to help him on a very, very special version. I'm still a virgin, Mr. Rush, with vaginas. <laughs> What's that mean, Monroe? Where's it been? And then he would always go to his hand his puppet, puppet, Cosmic, Cosmic Cow. <laughs> What do you think, Cosmic Cow? I think we're in a little bit of a trouble here. I like putting oh. my hands there, too, Mr. Rush. Mm. Uh. Mm. He was very Lady Elaine. He was, uh, yeah, it's kind of uh, Mr. Garrison from South Park. Mm. All right, kids. All right, I, uh, that, is that it? Jim J. Yep, that's I it. Think, I think there's one I don't think you know. Okay, let's hear it. Hydrox cookies. Ooh. No. You don't know. You know Duplo? Do you know what a Duplo toy is? That's like uh, it's like almost knockoff 
like Legos. That's exactly right. And Hydrox are knockoff Legos as well. <laughs> That's right. They, they're better they taste, than Legos. They taste. They than, are generic, basically generic Oreos. They came first, however. Hydrox oh, did they really? before Oreo. Little ice factor. cream, and they had the song, ice cream and a Hydrox cookie, they forever go together, They're classic uh, combination, cardboard and H-Y-D-R-O-X. <laughs> no, Hydrox is the crappy Oreo, and that's proof that you grew up, uh, despite the VCR and the weird 8mm uh, of movies, How is this had a couple of bucks. You guys, my grandpa always had Hydrox. Yeah, Hydrox were my grandma's choice because she liked them better. Really? It wasn't even a money thing. Because Although they, they didn't know broke. sugar yet. Yeah, that might be true. They didn't yeah. know what it, how it could be. All right. I, I feel like everybody had stale cookies that were over the age of 60. That might like, be true. Uh, what we were growing up with. I mean, it was just, they'd have those archway cookies. and they Those would, weird like, humidity things that would kind of. Yeah. yeah. They, they just point. always were stale and you never knew what year yeah. the cookie was made. Still crushed <laughs> them. Still crushed they them. didn't have the same preservatives. Yeah. I mean, that, things used to rot. Yeah. Remember that? Slay doesn't know that either. Things used to actually go bad. Like, everything, people used to think Twinkies were the only thing you could bury and <laughs> right. come back to 100 years later. Now it's everything. Everything. All right, Zach Coleman's going to nerd us out. Here we go. As a weird aside, though, uh, Hydrox cookies uh, were kosher before Oreos were. So is that right? You could actually eat them because they didn't have gelatin. No kidding. Blessed by a rabbi. Kosher. But now Oreos are vegan, so. So is there a job, like the rabbi, when he's got to bless stuff, he gets like an assignment, you're the cookie rabbi? Yeah, I guess so. Ugh, and then they miserable pay man. him a bunch of money. Oh, well, then never mind. To bless so the when, you see a, when you see a fat vegan, you can look in their teeth and see a lot of Oreos? Is <laughs> that drugs. what you're trying to do? Tons of Oreos <laughs> all over. That's a good name for a van. I go vote. <laughs> I was thinking about Sesame Street. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> which, which is the good name? Fat vegan? Yeah, that would be a yeah, great like, band like, name. I think Fat Vegan. Grandma's Fat Vegan. No, that's a different show. <laughs> oh, it is? Oh, yes, it's a John Rondon Johnson. I was looking out in certain searches, and Fat Grandma Vegans came up. And, oh, my God. It was I, I'm promoting other podcasts and not my own. That's, that's right. The way you got a good one there. I might listen to that butterfly effect. All right, it's go. Awesome. Zach, what do you got for us? All right. You guys ready for this? Yep. So let's say you uh, placed a bet today on the Detroit Tigers to win the World Series, let's say, I don't know, like seven years from now. Wow. I'm going to go out there and say the, the bet to win now is, is about 250 to one. A few years from now, if you could you know, bet on futures like that, it would be a lot more. You buy that ticket, you, you put it in a vault. Um, seven years later, the Tigers win the World Series, uh, but you forgot the password to the vault. Oh. There's nobody to call. You know, you, you, you can't do a password reset and get it sent to your email. Uh, you're, that, that ticket is gone, right? Um, and so a few years ago, this was kind of a, this was a very real scenario because um, those tickets or uh, what would have been Bitcoin suddenly became $20,000, worth $20,000 each, right? Hello, friends. Uh, Jim Nance here. This is about the point in the podcast where Frank and John and Scott all lost interest in what was being talked about. So we're going to fast forward uh, just a little bit. Oh, Jim, this is a... I'd like to say it's incredible, but I'm completely confused here. It's terribly confusing. And let's join in just moments ago. Cryptocurrencies as well. Um, but what Bitcoin has done is cut out the middlemen. Nope. So let's go to the future. Let's go to the future. Let's fast forward to the future. It's going to be... Where we have Dottie standing oh, by at 18. 
Here we go, Jim. So, uh, Bitcoin is highly monitored, even with the pressure. Nobody else might. Talking about the funds you're talking about. Um, and, and really, Bitcoin is basically about blockchain. Uh, never did, but in business terms, uh, you can get it as a shared ledger, ledger. Uh, today, I can ledger, um, if I transfer $100 into the account, nope, the nope, still a problem, still going. No one knows uh, what's happening. Let's, uh, Jim, I'm as lost as I was in most of the playoffs. It's another fumbled snap of conversation, Tony. Let's go ahead another minute or so until something safe. Corona hotline. And that's because Bitcoin isn't really... There's that word Bitcoin again. No one wants to hear it again. Catching that so far? Kind of. I am. A little bit of the, the wisdom of the masses. So going home. Um, that's it. <laughs> this kills me. That's it. I, I have uh, a lot of expertise on blockchain. Can do I you? you? Oh. Why? Yes. Dark uh, arts. Three, dark web. Uh, about three months before Trump was elected, uh, a blockchain convention happened in Manhattan, and they wanted a comedian to come in and entertain at the end. From Gig and Masters. they wanted the. They yes, well, it was actually a different agency, but they they said, hey, we want you to write a lot of stuff, custom stuff, and I'm kind of known for that. So okay, I work on it, and the smartest people I've probably ever met in my life, they were from all the major banks in the country, and they were all in the probably in the world. They're at this thing; it's a blockchain convention. And I proceed to get in front of them and tell them, first off, they deserve all their money because this is the most boring thing I've ever heard of in my life. They deserve it. And I will tell you the only thing I learned about blockchain is that now I realize I am potentially narcoleptic because every time – and uh, the, the company's name was Synecron, and uh, I'm like – I was very disappointed when my agent, I thought, had said he'd booked me for Cinnabon convention. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm killing. And you're talking and, about gooey stuff? Yeah. Yes. Thank goodness. And then I'm John, like, John. the only thing that I've learned from this uh, for, that was interesting was there was a 15-minute TED Talk by this super hot lady from Germany. <laughs> and almost everyone went, oh, you mean Annika you know, Sorenstam or whatever her name was. Yeah, the tennis. And they yeah, all, were, uh, they all knew golfer. her. Golfer, golfer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, it was I know. one of two. Was, yeah, it was a yeah, tennis. Uh, yeah, but uh, it's so. Not WNBA. Uh, <laughs> and they were all like, oh, my God, we love her. And then I'm like, yeah, because I doubt you know anything about sports unless it's cricket, because most of the guys were from <laughs> India. And they were all laughing. <laughs> and, I mean, I crushed the first five minutes, and then I was, you know, I was like in bed. Yeah. After that, I was dead on my feet for the next 35 or 40 doing my own regular stand-up that they were working, looking at me like I was uh, at a sabermetrics convention and I wasn't <laughs> discussing the Bill James handbook or Moneyball. But yeah, that was my experience with blockchain. I spent hours and hours and hours. I even reached out to Dan Cummins because he's smart. And I'm like, maybe can you help me with this? And neither one of us could figure out anything. Everything that yeah. you just said, I know is technically right. And I fell asleep. Yeah, Three I don't times know what it is. That a guy emailed me last year and said, I want you to get involved in this uh, thing. Uh, and he explained Blockchain. it to me. Yeah, and I just said to him, I have to admit uh, when I'm too stupid to understand something. Yeah. And I don't understand this. And it just everything you say uh, starts to make me feel dumber. So I start getting sad. And that's all I really think about is like dead animals and stuff. So I, uh, so then I, I just and tuned squirrel. you out. I tuned like you it. out because it makes me feel like algebra is happening again. And I did very poorly in algebra. Yeah. So I stopped me listening. Too. This guy just got arrested that sat me down a year ago uh, for oh. running a huge scam here in Arizona, taking people's money. Uh, baseball players, retired baseball players, uh. were giving them like a million bucks at a time, and these guys never once oh. invested it. They just knew what you just did, 
and uh, that they explained it and made people feel dumb. And some people who are egotistical and dumb will hand the money over, and some people who are dumb and recognize it, like me. I'm like, I'm not giving you any. Cash. Yeah, I couldn't. I, that's why I can't get into it. If I don't understand, I Same. can't see it. Scared money goes away. I yeah, I yeah. don't. I, I can't. It scares me. And what you said moments ago, probably brilliant. You lost me at uh, Bitcoin, but you didn't I fall asleep. I have one friend. No, I didn't. No, I, <laughs> I was thinking about. I was thinking about dead end. No, but I, I did start to. I did start to question everything that you said at the beginning that I thought I might be understanding. Nope. You got you. Yeah. I quit. You got me, and I. I, I, don't. I have one friend who understands it, and his dad was a nuclear physicist. Yeah. And uh, I always feel like we're we're very similar, like we think similarly. And at that point, I realized my dad was a bipolar factory worker <laughs> and i realized that our brains even though i feel like we have a great conversation and he loves to hang out with me because he feels like oh you're smart and you're quick and you know and he doesn't hit me on my past tenses when i screw up on right those. we do that uh the point i would tell you is is that is the point where i know my brain can't go to yeah. that place i don't know why that I, is i'm the same way I can, we can roast your ass. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, got a, I've got a better idea for this one. Uh-huh. Okay. If, uh, if one of you took out your wallet, you gave me five bucks. Not going to happen. We would all agree that that happened, right? It, it, hypothetically, oh, of I course. Yeah, I'm not I asking to hit money. Uh, we could all agree that that happened, right? Sure. And the principle of blockchain is that not only would we all agree that that happened, we would never forget that that happened. It would be stored in our memories Forever. forever. Um, so unlike, you know, the NCAA, um, taking away Louisville's national basketball championship in 2013, you can't change it. It's happened. It's done. We all remember it. It's permanent. It's permanent. Almost. Oh, see, I don't like, um, I don't like this at all because, uh, blockchain is only as strong as its weakest link. That's a good one. Right. Um, but that is that, that weak link is something called the, uh, 51% attack, uh, which is not a new Bernie Sanders campaign slogan. <laughs> that would be the one percent attack. Thing? <laughs> is this a is it a what? Romney. A Romney thing. thing. It, I think Romney was talking about the Frank. I have to tell you, your guest here, very interesting, very interesting man. I don't want any part of it because all I know about Bitcoin is uh, it's for uh, dark web uh, pornography. <laughs> That's the only place it gets spent. And uh, trust me on that. I'm out of all my Bitcoin. John Ronson here. John- I will be doing a <laughs> podcast. On the dark web of Bitcoin. Yes, I was on the John Ronson podcast, uh, and he taught me about edging. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we need three major points uh, because it's too it's too over our heads. It's broken. Oh, it's Um, gone. It's gone. It's it's completely broken. So basically, that fifty one percent means if I that five dollar scenario, if somehow more than half of us were convinced that you actually gave me. $50 instead of $5. Um, That's what breaks the blockchain. So you have to trust that. I don't trust anyone with money. But but you do, right? Because it goes to a bank. Bank. Yeah, I trust trust that that can't, because it's federally insured, I guess I I can at least uh, see. If this this bank's telling me that the Tiger's going to win in 2027, I'm not putting my money there. Right, (laughs) yeah. It'll be a great, that's a good point, yeah. I'm not following the Tiger. The difficult thing about this whole conversation is everything's talk about almost in hypotheticals. Right. So we can't physically, we can't wrap our minds around things. Yeah. Because we're simpletons. But here's here's the thing I hear. It can be infiltrated by a jackass, and he ruins everything. Yeah. 
And that's what the internet is. So but why would I mess, trust this? this but couldn't girl. your bank as well? Do you trust? It's a little harder because it's Here, so established. Here's here's a here's another example. I don't so trust what about banks the FDIC? either. For, yeah. Forget about okay. uh, forget about money specifically. Okay. Uh, let's think of another piece of data, like like my personal information, like like a passport, driver's license, okay. social security number. Today, that's owned by our government and three credit bureaus, essentially, sure. right? Uh, but what if that were on something like blockchain instead? That data is stored in a, a sort of uh, like dispersed way. And so I don't have to worry about, oh, I don't know, like Equifax being hacked. Sure. Because it's I, already I, stored and it's, and it's permanent. Yes. So I would trust that much more. But it's, here's, here's the thing I think that, I don't know, speak for everybody, uh, is that we already know we're too trusting with things we don't understand when it comes to our money with banks and stuff because they're established and they haven't screwed us for years and years and years. Although they have, we can still kind of, eh. Anything new is yep. going to make us go. No, 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 no. I'm already. Yeah. I'm already. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, John. <laughs> you don't understand Bitcoin. What are you, an idiot? <laughs> Mister Rush, I gave all my cash to a guy on the side of the road who wanted something special. Do you understand what blockchain is? <laughs> Mister Rush, I'm a virgin, and I don't know what blockchain is. Monroe. <laughs> I've got to believe you've been part of a blockchain. I've been in a few chain gangs. <laughs> Somebody ran a blockchain on me once. <laughs> Monroe! <laughs> Mr. Rush. Pause! <laughs> Credits. <laughs> anyway, it's a too close for comfort thing that we've gone to because this is our defense yeah. Mechanism against smart. It just over the yeah. You're, <laughs> look, it's I have never invested. In, I've never put a dollar. It's in horrifying. That it's it's hey, incredibly Frank, scary. You didn't meet this yeah. guy in an airport, right? <laughs> I no, did. No, in the bathroom. He was designing the plane. <laughs> I mean, I'm in. I'm very impressed. No, it's, yeah. it's, it's too far. It's too far for us. So. Give us I a missed your quiz. name. Well, I, this I don't is Zach. Know this, this is Zach. We've oh, had Zach, you know, okay. you know I met Zach. Zach. I'm sorry. No. We go way back, Scott. I, He's a duplomaniac. The, the thing that I love about <laughs> Zach is Zach got to talk for at least three minutes without either one of you jumping in. And the whole time I'm like, what the hell is this about? Have I, gotta, <laughs> I can't get 30 seconds in without it's you guys jumping in. because I broke their brain. Yeah, it's, yeah, I, 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 I've talked about I this on the air this week. I can't grasp it i immediately check out i i saw you go to your phone and I, I to text toledo i hate you because this was his idea and he knows through the whole week of me talking on the air going after i sat down with these guys who just got busted into this giant uh, ponzi scheme that i was they were hitting me up a year ago and uh and i i just have continued to say where well, you're stupid my dad taught me that he said uh, just know when you're smart enough to know when you're dumb and basically, I'm too stupid to do anything with this, so it's best to ignore it. I want to thank Toledo and Zach for bringing it because I had an awesome like minute and a half story that I've never got to tell about blockchain, and I'll never have it again. I think I think it ended up being what we needed. It was it to awesome. Be. Yeah, it, we, we're going to edit it out, but it was <laughs> it was a story. Well, we might get to it, it quicker, <laughs> but we got the we got the Ted Knight and oh yeah, blockchain. Yeah. When Monroe and Ted Knight try to explain blockchain, you know what we should do is that now you should give us some notes and have. Uh, Ted and Monroe try to explain it to people for no reason. Five questions. Give us five five questions. Okay. I don't. I don't think we even got to five questions oh, worth. Of, that's happened of before. Content. Sometimes you finish too soon. <laughs> uh, all right. I'll, I'll give you a couple. All right. How valuable was Bitcoin when it reached its high its high point? Oh, 
Oh, Billy, Billy, Billy. Oh, Billy, Billy, Billy. at that point. Let's see. Does anybody remember? I think it Hey, was. double the money. 50,000, 250,000. No. 200. I'll say 15,000. 20,000. 20,000. Close to 20,000. Exactly. Uh, What other than Ponzi schemes? What is the major vulnerability of blockchain? One single jackass. Your Ponzi scheme. No. Oh, I don't know. Arthur Ponzarelli. The chick on meth. No, the one single jackass is the problem with the bank. Blockchain. The, oh, the 51%. Ah, none of it matters or makes sense, none Mr. Rush. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to get into Arizona State. I just blew this part of the SAT. Parts of my life are confusing, but never as confusing as today. Oh, I've seen you pretty confused. <laughs> Do you have to take the SAT to get into Arizona State? <laughs> I, I'm going to have to be the doorman at the Vine. That's I didn't take my... it, and I got in. There you go. Sean knows. Did, you didn't I take it either, ACT. right? I didn't. I didn't take. Did you, did you take an ACT? Oh, you did. Yeah. What'd you get on your ACT? Twenty-eight. That's solid. That's good. really good. Yeah, very good. No, twenty-eight. Well, color me elite. What'd you get <laughs> on my ACT? Yeah, uh, twenty-nine thirty, something like that. That's really good too. I get. I don't know. I guess so. I was like a twenty-four, but I didn't try. It was a lot easier to get back into get into college back in my day. You know. I don't think it's that hard to get in now. No. It's easier <laughs> now than colleges. Ever. Just have the money. Where did you go to school? Oh, Michigan. Yeah. Of course. I could tell by the jacket, go blue, and the shorts. Hence why I'm very happy that the 2013 Louisville National Championship has been stricken from the record books. <laughs> well, oh, that's right. Should have been us. I don't, I don't know what oh, Bitcoin made my what was face that? Hurt. What was that? What was that point guard that- uh, Trey kid, Burke. Not Trey Burke. No, not Trey Burke. The kid from like- uh, uh, Oh, Spike Maryville, Albrecht? Indiana. Yeah, he came in. He hardly played the whole year. It's the National Championship game. Trey Burke is out. And all of a sudden, he just starts lighting it up. And he never played pretty much the rest of his career. But he, what did he make, 12 points in the first half, and he was on fire? Yeah, he hit like uh, four or five straight three-pointers. It was amazing. Yeah. And then he tweeted out to Kate Upton knowledge. afterwards. Can we talk about the XFL again? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got, we got to wrap it up anyway. So uh, thank you, Zach, for confusing the living uh, daylights out of us. Everything was so good. Ruined it. Until Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be honest. He's the Bitcoin of this whole operation. <laughs> I was lost. I really like Zach. It's too, liked. Too, too past heading. tense. Liked, yeah. I'm using next one of Scott's week, past tense. Next time, garbage pail kids. Yes. Give us something we can enjoy. Done. Yeah. What are those? <laughs> yeah. You don't know what garbage pail I'm is? I'm kidding. Okay. I'm pretending I'm Sean yeah. over here. Here's the uh, wacky, atomic wacky weight of packages. neon. Yeah, that, yeah. No more of that. All right. We got to get out of here. Thanks, everybody. What's the name of your podcast that you care about more than us, Scott? Uh, this might work, and uh, we got a new one coming out with my buddy Todd McComas, who uh, oh. has worked with Pat McAfee for a long time. Plus, uh, I'm scottcomedy.com. Uh, I don't get money in Bitcoin, but I will do your corporate event. And travel up to 3,000 miles. 3,000 miles, not more. Not yeah. less. <laughs> Jose Mesa. Mesa. Yes, Jose Mesa underscore creator, and then I also have the Juan and Joe podcast as well. So, I hate you do anything that you like better than this? He's trying to get back his lucky charm. <laughs> and purple horseshoes, <laughs> which is kind of like Bitcoin yeah. when you think about it. He's fat bastard children stole my cereal again. We never did find out if the Super Bowl lived up to his excitement. Did it? Patrick Matt. Mahomes. Oh, wow. Calm down. Next week. Calm down. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're done. Finally. Oh, did I lose five bucks? <laughs> 